0: Welcome to Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. Are you a passionate person who wants to stand out in your field and become an iconic leader who thrives within your Genius Zone? Here on this show, I interview people who are heart-centered and passionate about serving the world with an outstanding presence. I will demonstrate here how to tap into your infinite God-given gift and platform your limitless potential to create a world-class business. Hey, 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 hi and welcome, welcome to this podcast and we have a really great topic coming up Tonight. So, if you happen to be a person who loves success, who loves to be in that beautiful life of magic and momentum and just enjoying your life and doing all the things, you're going to love watching this. And what are the secrets? Like, what does it take to be really successful in your life? and you know this is all about your zona genius your life purpose and when you know what your life purpose and your zona genius is your whole life will change and you're going to find out in a moment because i'm about to bring on a beautiful lady and this lady is a coach she is working with people who also want to raise their success in their business, in their career, and what person really doesn't want to live a successful life. So with no further ado, and let's bring on the beautiful Narinda. Hi, how are
1: you? Hi, Terry. Uh, Thank you very much for um, letting me come into this space and share this time with you today. Um, And it's great to be here and welcome to all the viewers as well and it's an absolute joy to have you. So tell me, where are you? Um, I'm in the UK actually, an hour out of London, the capital. So it's actually very cold here at the moment. So yeah, um, huge time difference to uh, Perth where you're based, I believe. Yes, and as you
0: can see, well, uh, the viewers can anyway, but if they're listening, um, I'm down under in Perth, West Australia, and we are going into what the, I guess a lot of people around the world call the fall season into autumn, and, you know, but I love summer, you know, summer just kind of brings me to life, and it just, you know, really um, just, brings me into my very, very own, uh, I guess, environment. They always say environment plays such a big part of how we actually do feel. So tell me something like uh, you're obviously a coach and you're helping people. Tell us who you actually help directly and what is it that you do for these beautiful people?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I've been working in the coaching space now for six years. Uh, Four of those years were part-time and two years since the pandemic, uh, predominantly full-time. And uh, my niche has just really come about very authentically. Um, I've been in the corporate world for the last 17, 18 years, working my way up the ladder, uh, predominantly in male-dominated sort of environments, working in engineering fields of aerospace and rail. Um, So I really noticed um, a gap for professional, ambitious women um, and developing their soft skills, uh, specifically confidence, self-esteem, imposter syndrome, getting out of their own way, um, and also the underlying belief uh, pattern, the beliefs that they hold, because really it's about how you perceive yourself is how you present yourself and how you present yourself then reflects the opportunities that arise for you. So um, really here in the coaching space to connect with uh, women who really want to elevate in their lives, not just their careers, uh, just to become the best version of themselves, become authentically confident, because it's actually our birthright to be in a place of confidence, a place of self-esteem. And really that's where the magic happens. Um, and, I, and I honestly believe that the, the difference between you, and your potential is really it lies in your confidence.
0: Yes, I have to agree with that. And you know, I was listening to um, this extremely powerful uh, telecast this morning, and it's uh, really it's 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 the breaks of the dawn, and this is all about DNA activation. It's all about pulling light um into our existence it's all about going like multi-dimensional um yeah. in the 5d realm rather than you know um just always stuck here on earth and you know living in the matrix you know and you know because what we're doing here most people are living out of either their past or their future so they're not really living in their in their present tense because they're either so wired and I know I fell into this trap even uh, years and years into coaching where, you know, you sort of learn how to become this amazing visionary and how to really put your goals out there. But the the trap is that you can fall into is that you can be so goal-orientated and you can be so busy mapping out and writing what you want that you lose sight of the presence
1: and this is the here and now is the magic right capturing the moment like you said the only gift that you really have is the is the present moment you don't have yesterday and you don't have the guarantee of tomorrow either um, without being pessimistic but that's the reality of it so embracing every moment with, with sheer confidence and happiness and inner peace is really a gift to live like to live in that way.
0: Oh, absolutely! And you know, in in this particular um, you know audio that I was listening to, uh, this woman she talks about how the fact is that you know our experiences don't shape our emotions and our state, our thoughts do. So everything comes to around your thoughts. So as you're talking about bringing women and, you know, bringing people into that space where they can really, I I guess, embody their greatest self in, in their confidence and all the things, you know, what do you find? What do you find is the biggest trap that women are Falling into, and, and do you deal with men? I know that I actually do actually work with both men and women, but is it just primarily women for you, Narinda?
1: Um, I would say it's 85% women, and, and that, that is because most of my marketing and my targeting to, 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 to get to clients has been for women, but saying that, men have contacted me and got in touch with me saying, actually, I could do with this. Uh, could you work with men? So I don't like to turn people away. Uh, and if I feel like um, after I've spent, had the initial call with them that I feel I connect with this person, I will definitely work with men as well. Because, you know, everybody has needs and, and, and they want resources to help them to elevate in their lives. So so I will definitely let like that. In answer to your question, what is the thing that I find mostly with these ambitious women? It it really is that inner critic. It's that that little silent voice that I believe actually controls our everyday um, actions, what we do, what we say, how we show up how we communicate, um, and like I said, how we present ourselves, how confidently uh, we talk to people, uh, network, ask for things that we want, even say no. It's all to do with that inner critic and that little, little tiny voice that you hear at the back of your head, because you know, we've all got one, um, and that says, you should or you shouldn't take a step forward and that's what i find helps uh, really holds people back or helps them to push forward um and a common pattern that i find with a lot of ambitious women that i work with i mean i work with doctors i work with dentists i w- so people in all professions uh senior level uh, directors managers um you know sales all sorts of people at senior levels who uh who are totally qualified totally educated uh totally like respected in terms of the able to be in the position that they're in but they don't feel like they deserve it so they show up like that um yeah. and people people really can feed off and read body language body language is over 50 percent of the communication that you make right mm-hmm. And uh, people read that and then they respond to that so it really is about how you present yourself is how people are then going to perceive you and then react to you so, I do a lot of work with helping people, helping women to dull down that, that, that inner critic. Uh, sometimes we refer to it as the imposter syndrome, uh, where people are deliberately, uh, unconsciously holding themselves back. So, what they do is they, they, they become unconsciously competent at holding themselves back. Yes. And, and like I said, very qualified, highly qualified people, uh, totally deserving they've worked for whatever with the positions that they're in but then when they get there and I've seen this in um, a huge corporate like I've worked in three blue chip organizations since I've left university and thousands of people um, and I see the ones who aren't able to ask for what they want so they can get through the door get through the interview get they can get the job but once they're in the job They stay there for years and years and years because they're not used to asking for what they want. And this is more of a pattern that we see in women. And it all comes down to the base level uh, belief pattern that women hold.
0: Yes, yes. And, you know, speaking of the unconscious competency and the conscious competency, you know, it's it's really interesting, isn't it, how, you know, there's things that we are very aware that we're able to do but it's the things that we don't think about that we do in autopilot that happen at an unconscious level that are the sneaky, the sneaky elements that that really creep up and you know it's interesting what you say about you know the fact that uh, they don't speak up or they don't ask or they're they're locked into this same old same old um, of what they've always done so they kind of like they stay stuck or they stay in that 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 mentality where they're listening to an old voice in their head. So tell us, what is the secret source that you would say, Narinda, that can really break free someone who is perhaps stuck on the, the hamster wheel? Maybe they're miserable, their life's not working, you know, the way that they want it to, they're not happy in their position. And they're really, you know, they, they know that there's something bigger inside of them but it's, it's like they're not letting it come out because maybe they're stuck in the fear factor or, the, you know, all of those elements. What are the, you know, I guess the biggest key secrets that you would say that really unlock that code of success and really bring people out? What is it that you know helps create that and makes that happen?
1: Yeah, so when clients come to me with that, with exactly that uh, predicament in their lives, as you've described. Um, we, we have to get to work. And that basically means initially we have to go backwards. So it takes uh, an amount of reverse engineering, working with the person, going back to their childhood, finding out and pinpointing, getting to the root of exactly where these limiting beliefs, for example, came from, who told them that they, they couldn't, uh, that they weren't good enough, that they weren't allowed to. And the reason why I say more women have this is because you will notice uh, when we're little girls growing up, And we've got our brothers next to us. The boys are more likely to be told you can be anything you want. Go out there and do your best. Go and grab every opportunity that comes your way. You know, just be this amazing person. Where a gir- as girls are told not not in every family, but more often than not, um oh, this is the way life should be. this is um, kind of like the route you should follow. this is going to be best for you this this is what your timeline should be um, this is how women are you know successful this is what is classed as successful women so we pick up these sorts of beliefs very early on in life and we 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 start to then reinforce those beliefs in adult life because what as adults we love familiarity so what we do is we will go out and find situations and circumstances that reinforce our base level beliefs so that we can continue to believe the things that we were told when we were little children um because it's familiar so it feels comfortable even if it's uncomfortable and it's detrimental to our success growth and potential so we 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 really go and shatter break those base level beliefs and you can only do that by getting to the root right and then we And then we reframe that. We make a brand new experience. So it's a whole process of unlearning everything that you are, and then recreating the parts of you that you want to change. And that's where the magic is. Um, That's where the secret source is. So I always say to people, you know, thrive off your individuality. Be as unique as you can, because that's where your beauty is. Being the same is just like okay, we have the same conversation, we do the same things, but what is what do you bring to the table that's unique, that's different, that, that can actually help another person, enlighten another person, inspire another person, maybe even bring about new ideas in other people? So um, so that that's when the coaching comes in. So um, in order to do the base level belief stuff, I use like EFT fat tapping, I use Theta Healing, which is using muscle testing and things like that. Oh,
0: yeah. good. Because the body is is the library and it holds all the memories and while you know the mind can certainly lie and beliefs are not necessarily always true and what we're telling ourselves quite often isn't either so you know the body is really the filing cabinet it's where everything is really really stored so when you're utilising your body as the GPS, hence when the moment you tell someone to drop into their feelings and embody, you know, actually embody them, like even if they're, you know, upset or they're angry or they're, they're going through something, you know, quite often people are, are, are stuck and you would know this being such an experienced Uh, coach in the industry and and even working in the corporate world how people get stuck on this hamster wheel and they feel like this is happening to me Um, why is this happening to me and they keep going around and around and around but it's interesting the moment that they stop and they embrace it and they learn how to embody it and, you know, and look at it and say, well, actually, what am I feeling? Because our body, you know, it's, it's a GPS. And if we were going to kind of like utilize it to say, well, actually, you know, this is, this is what is going on. And like, it's okay. It's actually okay to feel that. It's okay to feel tired. And it's okay to, you know, and I guess the biggest thing is learning, isn't it? It's it's the learning. So when you're recoding people, so what happens in the um, instance when you know you've you've really been able to access um, where the root problem has begun, and they've you know because quite you know, quite often they may know, but then quite often they may not know. So the beauty of the unconscious is that the unconscious can guide you back and really tap into that. So once they've kind of like, you know, learnt from it, understood what, you know, has been the high intention and even seen the connection point, because I always say that when you are really connected into your Zona Genius, usually it will come from a mission that usually stems from your pain, your pain of your story, right? So let's just take your, you know, a client that you have helped move and shift. And, you know, as a result, they're, they're there now. So they've taken all of this, this stuff out, you know, what are the resources? What are the new recoding, um, you know, uh, I guess emotions, feelings, skills that they often want to have put back into them to take that place? And and yeah. what and how do you actually, you know, I guess call that in?
1: Yeah, that's an amazing question. So in line with what you've been saying there, it's it's really, really powerful and meaningful, actually, to a lot of people. Uh, And you're right. The body is so intelligent. And actually, what happens is your body tells you first. So usually people come when they're in a state of pain. Uh, It could be actually pain in their body somewhere. They could be even sick because they've let certain things roll for so, so long um and the mind catches up second so the body tells you first and your mind catches up that's when you have to act and do something like you said the recoding is a really powerful period of time that they go through where a lot of emotions come up you know there's tears there's there's lots of breakthroughs there's lots of like light bulb moments and women are so enlightened in that process it is so so powerful and then once they realize that they can be this new person that they can actually be anything that they want to be and they see how much they've been holding themselves back from so many opportunities that they could have had there is an element of maybe guilt shame regret for a little while but Instantly, they feel this feel of fr- feeling of freedom and um, power, right? And they want to work with that power. So they want to then install all of the personal development stuff that I do, which comes after the coding. So that comes with all the, the NLP, the various coaching frameworks that I use um, to embody uh, things like uh, unlimited confidence, right? Deleting, diminishing the inner critic completely. Um, working with fear, getting rid of fear. S- stop being scared of people. Stop being scared of society. Will stop- we
0: ever, though, will we ever really always be able to do, like, as far as I think, you know, being able to dissolve, clear, and release and transmute what's there. But I'm of the opinion that we'll always be on a journey
1: hundred
0: percent more you know so yeah so when you're you know like say you get a woman for example and she is you know she's her own worst inner critic she's she's sabotaging herself she's feeling really you know low um and she wants to go ahead she wants to succeed um you know what are the main emotional feelings that, you know, she needs? Like, what do you find comes up in your clients, you know, mainly that they, they, you, you actually, they
1: require? Yeah. And the biggest one is courage because the opposite of fear is love, right? And uh, so they actually need the courage to let go of the fear uh, and, and do what they need to do. And the other one is self-love. That one, Self-love is so underrated. People um, misinterpret self-love for being... Um, egotistical or narcissistic or whatever mm-hmm. but when you self-love it, you, when you when you love yourself you come at it from not competition or comparing with other people it's l- literally just wanting to be the best version of yourself and, and actually being happy for everybody else that's around you as well wanting others to win and being okay with that and but in primarily focusing on your own self and developing that self-love and that takes forgiveness. It takes acceptance for what's gone before, um, and elevating, building on that level. So you know, building the building the blocks slowly, slowly, slowly. And like like they say, the bottom of one mountain. So sorry, the top of one mountain is the bottom of another. So you're continually <laughs> evolving. You're continually growing. And that's the mindset that that I just love. Never stop learning. Never stop growing. Because the minute you say you know everything is the minute, you know, that's when you're ignorant and, and you'll stop learning. Oh, you
0: know, and this is what uh, I can't understand. I mean, I have invested enough in my own personal IPs, my intellectual property, my growth, um, that I could have actually purchased a property with what I've invested. But, you know, the difference between myself and a property that I could have invested in is that properties can come and go. We've only got one soul, right? And it doesn't matter whether you believe in many lives or this one life with the ancestral lineage. You know, your most, um, your greatest asset is your soul. So I love when you say, you know, about falling in love with themselves, and it's, you know, and making that point as well that it's not narcissism or, you know, selfish because a lot of people have grown up with that idea that you know you can't you know put yourself first it's it's the same with the money and 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 the wealth and you can't be rich you've got to give it away and so really what it comes down to is I'm actually taking a, a beautiful lady. She's a light worker and she's a very, very, you know, gifted healer. And we're about to launch her program and she's talking about relationships. And there's a couple of things that I'm finding with coaches that are really, really good at what they do. Number one, they quite often, they, we all need the support because we can't do it all right number two the place that they've come from is going to be their base of authority so in other words their experience and what they have gone through in their turmoil and their pain and their story becomes their glory And because hers has been a lot around relationships, so she's launching this program about relationships and obviously where I'm just saying this because it's really tuned into what you're saying. But I loved what she described because she said, when you fall in love with your soul. Now, somehow that, that kind of feels better, doesn't it? It's almost like, yeah, like compared to if, you know, falling in love with yourself, like when you fall
1: deeply in love with your soul. Yeah, isn't it? That's authentic self-love because when you say you should love yourself, or you uh, often people say, "Oh, she loves herself," it doesn't sound authentic. It almost sounds like you love yourself aesthetically which is which is great for confidence building but the real self love the pure self love is regardless and of the women self-love. really really love themselves aesthetically
0: anyway <laughs> even if people think they do yes Uh, (laughs) so that's a really interesting one so what do you think in terms because I know that um we only had a very short brief backstage and you know I uh, when we were talking and you talked about feminine and masculine energy and I'm really keen to open up on this because this is you know been a huge expansion on my own personal breakthrough and um love to hear your stance on the feminine and the masculine energy and how that, you know, really impacts, uh, you know, that woman and that man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's really powerful and it's a huge topic. And it really came about into to my practice because of sort of my background and my upbringing. I was brought up in a very masculine environment. I had only brothers um, and I was brought up like literally in a family where there was male dominance. So my dad basically ruled the roost. And that's what I saw. So as a young child, I saw that that masculinity is power. That's how I associated being powerful, courageous, fearless. Uh, So I was naturally inclined to be a tomboy until the age of 16. And uh, I found it difficult to embrace the femininity. Although like people say, yeah, you're really feminine. But in my mind, I know that I, I, I was almost trying to mirror the way my brothers were and that's because that's how i was brought up from a very young age and then but by coincidence i i i and maybe it is familiarity I, I end up working in engineering companies like aerospace and rail mainly predominantly male dominated and i see women in those environments um feeling insecure not really being able to speak up um, not really being able to ask for what they want and i see the the lack in the women because of the the way that they limit themselves and what they believe about themselves, where there's majority male mindset. So I was always a go-getter, a goal-setter, a goal-achiever. You know, my father had very high expectations and very high standards. So I tried my absolute best to to meet them, just to get his seal of approval and to get his love, I think, really, if I I look Mm -hmm. at it. So when I went into this corporate environment, I was like, wait a minute, I can actually... I'm a woman, but I can actually think like a guy because that's how I have been since I've been a kid. So I actually don't feel like there are any limits. I do think that I can have what I want. I can ask for what I want. And actually I'm very confident, which helped me to really get up the ranks quite quickly. And it would, it would, it would mean women would come to me and ask me, how do you like, just how come you don't doubt yourself or why don't you second guess yourself? Like, where's your inner critic? Like women would ask me that and And then I noticed that i 've got this gift, and it 's because something that I thought was um, maybe not a good thing before I thought actually it 's this gift it 's this gap who are the same as me they 're ambitious they 're motivated they 're qualified they 're educated, but they 've now hit a block, and i haven 't got that block because of my childhood um, so and And I have been around very successful um, um, men like my brothers, my father a lot of the men in my family are very successful. So uh, I, to me, there was no limit. And, and that's what I aligned to. Um, whereas my mother, she was very, very uh, nurturing, very, very loving. She was the home, you know, homemaker, but I didn't necessarily um, adopt all of that. I, I went for the go-getter, I, like, because I associated power and confidence with the masculinity so that's where I think that women suffer it's embracing your femininity with the power of the the masculine right oh, so yeah. just as powerful as a woman yeah. so i I mean don't get me wrong it's not I was not perfect by any means I had to learn certain things to relearn certain things right so I had to drop some of the the masculine traits and relearn the feminine traits um because you know, I wasn't around a lot of women when I was young, but um, it, it's that gap that I talk about that, that women can have. And often it comes from coming mm-hmm. to patriarchal homes, um, having that, that sort of understanding and belief pattern in, in generations. And then, but we are able now to, to cut that here and, and change it for the future. We are able to make the change to so be the change that you want to see. And yeah. that's, I work really well with women who are ambitious um, and motivated and want more, but have hit that block, especially in their careers, um, things that they want to get or achieve or do, but they can't seem to do it. They set goals and they procrastinate. They have negative escapism. They just can't get past that certain point because they don't believe that they truly deserve it or as a woman that they should have it. They need to go back to their role. So, when they're, for example, I did a um, uh, workshop recently called The Only Woman in, a, in the Boardroom. And that was about being a woman, a minority in, in a position of masculine dominance and exer- being able to exert your power, which a lot of women do find themselves in. And they tend to stay quiet, they tend to dull their voice, uh, and they certainly don't ask for what they want. Um, And it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you do that, the more of that the the reaction you get, which is basically reinforcing that. So that's why people stay stuck. Uh, And that's basically my breakthrough that I'm now able to pass on to others. And it's really amazing when when you um, help women. To, to take that power, that courage that I talk about, that fearlessness, and then see how they can elevate so quickly. So they may have gone through 15 years of their career being stagnant, spending five years in one job before even asking for a promotion, um, to, to then doing so much within the space of 24 months. And that's the difference. That's the breakthrough. That is a
0: breakthrough. That is definitely a breakthrough. And and really what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, bringing the courage. So courage definitely being the the, the number one and, and having that courage to be able to come out of yourself and be you because, uh, you know, further along in the beginning of our conversation you talked about each and every person becoming unique because we've all got our own blueprint we've all got our own fingerprints so you know while there are so many people that are following other people's templates and trying to do what other people do you know how are you ever going to step out step up and make it in a man's world in the big world where you need to activate your voice, you need to activate your masculine and you need to really bring that feminine uh, flow into it. And that goes for both men and women. I mean, you know, looking at you, Narinda, you're very much a woman, I'm very much a woman And yet, both of us have carried a lot of masculine energy, and probably for very similar reasons too, although I didn't have brothers. But, you know, I was definitely raised in a family where, you know, my father had the voice and I worked in real estate. So that's very much, especially back in the, you know, mid 80s, early 90s, it was very much a man's world. And so, you know, and I learned how to stand up for myself because of a lot of the things that I went through in my past. So I, I developed this confidence. I, I developed this confidence that I believe needed to emerge from courage because of what I'd had to really front up to and what I had to face. And even though that was great, the, the fact is there was always a missing link. It's like, well, okay, I'm, I'm a good hustler. You know, I know how to, you know, I, I know how to move people from A to Z. And I do that authentically because I really care about what I do. So when I was selling real estate, I loved moving people from A to Z. And now, you know, as a transformational coach and now launching other coaches' legacies, you know, I love watching them go from A to Z. However, (laughs) and I use however because I I, I try to avoid using the word but because, you know, linguistics like ourselves always know that when the but comes in, it always means it's a (laughs) negating word. Um, However, you know, there was always something stopping me and blocking me from you call it smashing like you you talked about smashing through uh, breaking through those you know those layers and barriers and I call it like Smashing the lid off the ceiling and, mm-hmm. and, and going this way, because I'm really into the, the, the multi dimensional, going 5D, and, and really being able to um, just be in that, not just the conscious level, be grounded while we're here and present, but also being able to look from the, the super consciousness and, and really attach into that higher element. And what I discovered is that there's this beautiful, beautiful harmony and peace and just this incredible calm that is associated with our feminine flow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, and that's where we allow ourselves. That's the allowance, that's the surrender. And when we're loving on ourselves. And yet, we're having that courage. So we've got, on one hand, we've got that courageous lioness or lion, and then on the other side, we've got this this beautiful, feminine, uh, calm, harmonious energy. And then, and then you're bringing it together, and it's 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 doing the dance of life. But as my mentor, my current mentor says, it's what you're doing in the gap that matters, and the and the gap between, you know, is where we need to be really grounded, really, really grounded. So tell me, what what have you got coming up in the way of a program or your, you know, uh, an up and coming launch? Um, Can you talk us through that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got a couple of uh, online programs that uh, are on my website uh, already, like helping women to develop, and enhance their com- confidence um, and then helping women specifically with imposter syndrome, emotional intelligence, things like that. And I'm actually releasing a course this week, which I did with a, another fellow coach um, from Prana Coaching. And uh, that's about where we talked about goal setting. And we really started this conversation at the end of last year because obviously we're coming on to a new year like what do people want they set goals when first of january my goals for this year are blah 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 and then come three months come six months people find that they're nowhere they've probably done nothing and they're like okay maybe i need to move that goal out or forget about it altogether but but really no that's not the case and the missing link that we both agreed because she comes from a holistic practice like you say bringing in the um masculinity and the femininity together um is the missing link is self-love, self-acceptance and, and self-forgiveness. Because if you don't love yourself enough to believe that you, you you deserve that goal, you will find some kind of negative escapism to help you to procrastinate, to stop you from doing anything to actually making that goal a reality. So we it's called goal setting with a difference, the missing ingredient, which is the, the self-love element. So we teach you how to set goals strategically. We teach you about, what comes in the way um... What stops you achieving the goals, uh, like procrastination uh, and imposter syndrome? But then we also teach you how to counteract that with self-love, with self-belief, and why that's so important. So you get an it's five modules, and you get an overall package. Which really, having done that course, you should be able and strong enough and equipped to set your goals and actually make them a reality. So that's what I'm doing, uh, and I'm releasing that this week. And I do have something else exciting, which I'll just quickly talk about which is going to be coming out in about a month's time. And that's going to be how to be successful as an introvert in your career. Because, yeah. Yes. So it's very different. There are because, a lot
0: of introverts out there that, that uh, you know, some of them will admit it and some of them are introverted and extroverted.
1: And uh, so that, that will be a really good one. Yeah I thought I think that's a standout one because there's nothing really out there at the moment and also I know people miss uh misinterpret intro, introversion for lack of confidence or lack of intelligence even but that's not the case it's just a different way of working that's so how you navigate yeah it and still be successful because in line with what we said earlier about like the ma- uh, masculinity and the go getting and all of that in today's day and age it's really important for us to be heard and to be seen, to be successful. You can't really hide away in a corner and uh, just expect opportunities to come to you. Uh, or, you know, you have to really put yourself out there, which, you, which can be uncomfortable for some people. So it's for those introverts who really are feeling that, 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 that lack in the way that the society, uh, success and opportunities are evolving.
0: Yes, that's, that's amazing. So um, if you guys want to get on board of this program, how's the best way for them to find you?
1: uh so basically my my website uh which is currently it's almost complete so but you can you can find it now it's uh, noricor.com um and uh, my uh, business is called sky high uh coaching so i have an instagram profile called sky high empowerment so as you said get, getting at multidimensional the sky is your limit beyond the sky is your limit getting into the universe uh so i have a sky high empowerment and sky high leadership empowerment is for personal coaching and leadership is for coaching people in their careers and their businesses. Uh, So that's on um, Instagram. And and really, if you send me a DM DM on Instagram, I I will respond within a day. So, yeah. That's
0: awesome. That is so, so good. Uh, Well, I am sure there is going to be um, people that are going to be extremely, extremely keen on doing that. And I cannot um, say how aligned these conversations are, and it's interesting at what it just goes to show from where I'm I'm sitting um, that you, it's people like you, Narinda, that prove to me that the the strategy that my mastermind team, um, you know, and myself have put together in aligning the right people with myself actually works and you know so many people say well well, how did you find me (laughs) i say well if i find you that i'll have to kill you right yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah but the fact is that you know i haven't yet done a podcast with anyone that i i feel maybe actually just one but that was like in the very early beginning stages and then facebook put me in jail so interesting (laughs) that happened um, so I, I love what you have spoken about and, uh, you know, for, for those of you and I know there are so many people that want to activate their confidence, they want to step into their their power and they want to be able to have that voice and, you know, it doesn't matter whether you are an introvert or an extrovert. Um, because I have seen some of the greatest introverted people that are actually some of the greatest speakers, interestingly, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, it's a bit like it's a, it's almost, I was going to say the Logies. We just, I mean, we just had the Logies with that terrible expedition on uh, <laughs> what happened with Will Smith, right? <laughs> uh, <That laughs> was... Just slapping that guy. And I thought, gee, these guys really do need their scripts, don't they? Because <laughs> unless they're doing what they do best, they, they, they certainly don't know how to, you know, like to behave like that in real life. But um, yeah, sorry, I, I couldn't resist that. That had to be said. But um, this is just amazing. So, guys, if you are looking to really rise your confidence, if you are looking for a transformation coach, Obviously we are both in that field and this lady has got some amazing programs coming right up so i know that my beautiful va is going to also put your link and we always encourage you to have the link that will be the longevity because while we're here this is going on the podcast so that means people might listen to this in five years time so they'll be able to contact you so i've got one more question for you and that question is if you had to give someone The greatest piece of advice, and it was just one, that would bring you in a million dollars and that would bless the socks off that person that you were giving this strategy, this guidance to, what would you say to that person, that ideal dream client, your avatar, that
1: person that you want to help? What would you tell them? Um. I would really just say uh, st- challenge yourself because I think until you actually step up and stand in the mirror and look at yourself, look at the things that you're unhappy with, um, become self-aware, um, know what needs to be changed. That's a self-awareness. But then I believe in putting action behind the thoughts. So don't just sit there with all of your knowledge, with, with all of the things that you've become aware of. Take that step. Uh, become a doer, not just a thinker or a feeler, three different personality types, uh, yeah. some back in those energies but become a doer embrace your energy um, in a realistic way by taking action that is the only thing that's going to make your reality uh what you want it to be um so really it's about challenging yourself don't go out there looking at other people what they're doing comparing competing even putting people down don't do that look back turn round, and look at yourself and challenge yourself with real concise action based on self-awareness and that's how you'll change your life
0: oh that was epic i love that Take massive aligned action because you know the stars in the universe are not going to just drop it in your lap. So while you know your frequency is very important, um, don't get caught up in the whole idea that you just sit down and go um. <laughs> and
1: come to you <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. To take massive aligned action. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Too many people living on autopilot. Break that pattern. You deserve more. And take
0: imperfect action. That's what, that's what Narinda's saying. I'm just kind of, I love paraphrasing, you know, take imperfect action as John Maxwell says, fail forward. Absolutely. Because that's how you will be successful. Do you know what makes people really, really successful? The ones that have failed the most. I'd love to put my hand up and tell you I have failed more times in my life than I would care to really admit and on that note, that's what this zone of genius is all about because that is my zone of genius, bringing out your zone of genius, transforming, creating and really being able to platform people and encourage them to be the voice to the world. So thank you so much, Narinda. I'm so grateful for the time that you've added and um, I'm just going to close down now and maybe... You have a story. You may have a zone of genius, something within your life that you want to share. You've got a message and you are ready to, you know, really ready to impart it. Now, even if you have a message, but it's not quite cultivated let's have a chat go to my website terrymessenger.com let's map it out let's get it really sharp let's get it so concise that you'll be able to fly to the moon and give that message and take massive aligned action so on that note thank you so much for everyone for joining thank you narinda uh, we'll well. be in touch Thank you for listening to our show. And if you want to know how to tap into your zone of genius, or if you have a gift that you want to platform to the world, go to my website, terrymessenger.com. And where it says Elite Crown Master Key, click on Book a Free Discovery Session, and we will map out your road to
1: success.